Fitness Pro Mentor community, welcome to another episode of the Fitness Pro Mentors podcast. It is I, Brandon, and if you have not met me, uh, I am the founder of Fitness Pro Mentors and a gym called Strat Internal Performance. And with Fitness Pro Mentors, I'm here to help personal trainers like you 2 to 3x their personal income with my amazing mentorship team. And boy, 2020 and 2021 has been amazing for us helping trainers just like you. If you were listening to this on YouTube or Spotify, please join the Fitness Pro Mentors Facebook group. I would absolutely love to help check free, check out all of our free content. We have amazing information up there, free trainings, podcasts, and amazing interviews with some of your favorite industry experts. Today, I am going solo. And what I'm going to be doing today is I want to talk to you about one thing that's super important to me. It's about saving money. And here's the reason why is because when I decided I was going to open a personal training studio, Strata Internal Performance, I decided I wanted to do it debt free. You hear a lot of entrepreneurs talking about taking money out to open a business and basically borrow someone else's money to get something happening. And at a certain point, I think that's a very important thing to do to scale. But for me, when I decided I was going to do this crazy thing, I was 25 years old relatively young, and I wanted to see how could I make this happen? How could I save up the amount of money that I need to open the studio debt-free so as soon as I open the gym, I will be in a position where I can start making money and saving toward my future and pay off any school debt I had or anything like that. So I'm going to talk about how I saved up $60,000 in nine months by some of the mindsets and strategies and the key key performance indicators that I'm going to talk about today with some really interesting slides. So please, if you're joining, you have any questions about how I open Strata Internal Performance, please let me know. There are so many different facets to this gym. But first and foremost, if you haven't heard of it, I got a gym in Newmarket, Ontario called Strata Internal Performance. Got an amazing team of full-time personal trainers. We have a high level of knowledge, in my opinion, and we've been studying muscles and physics through programs like the RTS program and MSS and other programs that you've heard of. I've created my own program called Post activation potentiation and all in all we are a group of extremely nerdy personal trainers and most of us are full-time making enough money to buy houses buy cars and have the money we need in the future but it didn't all start off like that like you many personal trainers i was quote unquote a smarty pants and i felt stuck i was pissed i was irritated because i really wanted to get to that next level but i felt like i wasn't making the money that i deserved i've invested so much money into becoming an incredible trainer and i wasn't getting anywhere so Let's talk about how we open Strata and make this a more practical training for you today. First and foremost, if you haven't heard this before, if I said, hey, how do you get wealthy? There are really two ways to become wealthy. One is to increase how much money you're making. That's a no-brainer. And second is to decrease expenses. So before I jumped into saving money for Strata, I positioned myself in a place that I reduced all of my expenses. I was only spending $500 a month on rent for a thousand square foot studio that I was renting like a home with my um, fiance, girlfriend at the time, my wife, Katie. And we were trying to figure out what we were going to do there, but I only had $500 of expenses there. Um, all my other expenses, my cars and everything else were completely car car at that time was completely paid off. I had a low amount of expenses, which helped me first and foremost, save as much money as possible. So if you're in a position where you're looking to try to open a studio, first and foremost, reduce expenses everywhere because you don't want to be spending money anywhere that you don't need to be. Of course, second, the next part is you have to increase how much money you are making. Now, at that time as a personal trainer, I was charging $100 an hour. And so I knew that if I was working 
25 hours a week, I was going to make $2,500 a week, and that would turn to a $10,000 month. And then based off of that math, if I could get my hours even higher to 35 and 40 hours per week, well, you can do the math there. And since my expenses were so low, I knew if I could get that busy, I could save all of the money that I was making, almost all the money I was making to work towards opening a gym. And everything we're going to talk about now is how I got to 35 to 40 hours of working with clients. Now, I will say this, that is a relatively unhealthy amount of clients to work with at one time, in my opinion. I don't want to do that again, even though I was making great money at that time. But at the end of the day, I was feeling pretty burnt out. Now, from a business perspective, I will say that I had to do one thing as far as the next step. I figured out how to reduce my expenses. I figured out that I needed to make more money, how we're making the money I'll talk about in a second. Uh, what I needed to do was I needed to trim the fat in my world. I had this laser focus towards what I wanted to do. I wanted to open this gym where myself and my training team that I was working on curating through study groups and professional outreach. And then frankly, even from history, one of my good friends, Chris Young, who was the best man at my wedding. I had him lined up and he was excited to join. I had everything lined up to build a cool team. I still needed the cash. And so I had to trim the fat. I had to figure out one, where could I get rid of time that is wasting my time? So one of the first things I had to do, to be honest with you, is I actually stopped teaching for other educational companies. It made me sad because I love teaching, as you can tell. I love educating and helping people. I love giving trainers all the tools they need to really scale up and grow. Really love it. From there, I also needed to make sure that my broad market of marketing was brought down to a very small, finite market because I started realizing when I was learning more about sales copy that if I speak to everyone, at the end of the day, I really speak to no one. And so what I started to do, and we've talked about this in our podcast before, is I looked at the market of clients that were in front of me. And the market that was in front of me, I had all of these 60 to 70 year old people with problems and they were really benefiting from the exercise I was doing and they were retired and they had expendable income and they weren't looking like they were moving anywhere. They didn't have to put money towards college for kids or anything like that. And that demographic was a major part of my business. And then I had a small part of my business that I really enjoyed working with, which were young athletes, this, these 15 to 30 year old people that were growing muscle, wanted to feel stronger, feel great, but the truth is it was a relatively volatile market. I had a lot of fun helping these people. They were great, but they didn't have the expendable income or perhaps they did because they were living home. But the term of the sale and the time we we're going to be working together was going to be relatively short because they were going off to college. They were finishing college and moving on to their career. They got married. They had kids and da, 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 da. So I was rowing really hard with both of these markets, but I ended up leaning towards what I call the Jane 65s because demographically and psychographically, they have a few things that we're going to talk about in the first slide I'm going to show you here and just became a more logical option. So I had to trim the fat. I stopped the activities that were not going to bring me the fastest and most consistent reoccurring revenue to help me save up that $60,000 and really ultimately streamline my efforts. So I was laser focused towards one thing. 
Now, that being said, let's talk about a few things here. So getting into some of the practical things you can take away. How did I save up this money in nine months? Well, first and foremost, I started with this idea of how could I possibly 10x my income? Now, it was not possible because my model, like many of yours, is based off of a time trade, right? Your time for money. So it wasn't likely I was going to be able to go to $100 to $1,000 per hour. But I started thinking if I was going to 10x the number of hours I could do, what would I have to do? How would I get there? And so I started embodying personally this thing that I've called a few times my CEO avatar. And in short, it is this billionaire mindset and this wise man perspective. Every time I entered into a situation and I said, okay, I need 10 more clients ASAP. Well, you know, like many of you, at times I'd feel insecure and emotional and I'd get rattled thinking about it. I had to call people, cold call, knock on doors, ask for favors and do all these things. But I started thinking if I was a billionaire and I needed the next dollar immediately, how would I approach that? How would the billionaire's mindset approach a situation like that? And if they were a self-made billionaire, you know what they would do. They would make it happen. They would not even second guess it. They would take the phone up and they would call and they would make the sale or they'd find the person they need to to make that happen. And then if you asked a wise man what they would do, right? you think of the wisest man sitting on a rock with his fingers crossed and the water flowing in the background, what would a wise man do? They would tell you. Is it you? your fear, your emotions, and your beliefs that are stopping you from making that happen. And I started realizing I personally had a lot of emotional barriers that I was putting in front of me that was stopping me from succeeding. It was stopping me from getting where I wanted to get. And I started realizing that the only person was stopping me from making that kind of money was me. And I couldn't follow in anybody else's footsteps. I had to create a new path because especially in my small suburban town, Newmarket, Ontario, there was no one doing what I wanted to do. So how was I going to be the billionaire mindset personal trainer in Newmarket, Ontario? This CEO avatar became the decision maker. It started helping me think every time I walked into a situation that slightly scared me just a little bit and I was unsure how it was going to go. I started thinking of it from the billionaire mindset. What would a billionaire do? What would a wise man do? And all of a sudden, this CEO avatar helped me trump beliefs and fears and those things that I would say to myself that would stop me from succeeding. And so in our program, we call this the 10x CEO avatar because ultimately in the mentorship, you got to do a lot of things outside of your comfort zone to scale. And even today, just this week, one of our students went from 10 to 18 hours. And another one of our students is literally telling us she's got the busiest schedule she's ever had. And next week looks to be busier. And it's because these people are getting out of their own way. There's no secret. The second thing when I talked about that whole boat of clients I was rowing in, the Jane 65s versus the younger athletes, was I started leaning towards a profitable client avatar. I needed a client avatar that had a few things. They needed to have the pains. They needed to have emotional, so to speak, connections to the thing. They needed to have value with the problems they were feeling in their body, that exercise and my approach and what I specifically could do could help them get past. They needed to have something that I could sell them on because if I was just going to try and sell regular exercise, personal training as a commodity, you're screwed, honestly, because if you're just selling the same thing as everyone else, there is a thousand personal trainers, especially on Instagram right now, you know what I mean, that are charging 40 to $60 an hour and you're just competing, right? If you're just like, I'm better at teaching squats than that person, great, but that's going to be limited. You need to have an expertise of what you can provide to be the best personal trainer. You have to have a problem that you solve better than anybody else. So when someone has that problem, they call you. 
you are the person. So what you needed, I needed a client, this Jane 65 avatar that I call, that had the pains. We also needed the market to be a growing market. If the market you are chasing is a small, secluded market that does not have the expandability that you need it to be to all of a sudden thinking about 10xing your business, you're never gonna get there. You need that growing market. Here's an example, right? If you say, I'm gonna work with women who wanna lose weight with ketogenic dieting, that's a fine market because there are women who are looking for weight loss goals and you have a specific niche of keto, which is a very popular market thing. You could absolutely make that a viable market. But if you say, I am going to work with barbell powerlifting athletes, that's a cool market, but really small. And frankly, I think a shrinking market because of the competitive powerlifting scene, at least as I can tell at this time, is not as prevalent as it was a decade ago, even 20 years before that. So are you choosing a market that's growing? So my Gene 65s are all people that have chronic material joint issues like osteoarthritis and other disease conditions that are not going anywhere and do need to have stronger skeletal muscle so that way they can continue to function at a high level. And frankly, the whole idea that exercise is medicine, they're a great market. They also need to, your market needs to, needs to have the resources. There are a ton of young athletes with Oshkosh Schladders that could absolutely benefit from work like yours. But the truth is, do they have the resources to spend $150 on an hour like you, even $100 at the conservative time in 2015, 2014, when I was charging this. And in most cases, they might have parents that'll spend it, but they won't spend that kind of money for a full year. They won't spend $5,000 a year or $10,000 a year on you. That's pretty much the most amount of money. Plus, they want an iPhone more than they want to spend money on you, unless they're going to be going for a high level of athletics. However, these Jane 65s, a lot of them are retired and financially stable, have worked with a financial planner, have people in their world that have helped them become stable financially, and they're not afraid to invest in themselves because they know that their life is short and the stronger they can be, the better that they're going to be. And is it a scalable market? This is the thing. Baby boomer demographic, they're getting older and frankly, I hate saying this, have some problems. So here's the thing. Does your current market, and this is what helped me get to this point, was I realized the market I was focusing on needed to have a pain that I could be an expert at, needed to be a growing market, needed to be a resourceable market, and also needed to be scalable so if I brought other trainers on the team that I could actually, we could all have a product and help to serve them. And this turned into how I changed all of the messaging to draw the people in. I needed to make sure that regardless if I was some sort of neuromuscular, whatever I wanted to call myself, it doesn't matter, that from a personal training perspective, I was having clear messaging as far as how exercise could help change these people's lives. You have all heard of features and benefits if you studied business at all, right? Features is what something has, the benefits is what something does, but truthfully, your meaning, your messaging has to come down to the meaning. What does it mean to work with you? We want the features and the benefits to mean something, right? People don't care that you have the most advanced thingy technique, special Bob, or what they want to know is how is it going to change their life? How is it going to impact them? So the messaging has to be all about that. It needs to be clear that you have the right service to the right person at the right time at the right price. And all of that is important. Now, here's the thing that's important as we jump into the next slide, right? The right person at the right time. Time in person, because truthfully, churn cycles, force, or sorry, sales cycles, pardon me, some people may not necessarily be ready to purchase right now, but they need to catch your messaging, hear it, relate it, and it needs to be abundantly clear who you help. So when they are ready to make a purchase or when they have a problem they need solved, that you are the right person at the right time. 
you need to be the right person at the right time. So this turned into me reverse engineering my business. I needed to think about key performance indicators, my numbers, my metrics. You guys have all heard of this before, right? From a key performance indicator perspective, what numbers that I need to care about the most. Now, this is a very, very, very simplified KPI, but it's a very interesting thing that has been helpful for my students and I, and I was using this a lot at the beginning of 2014 when I was saving this money up. You have, from a marketing and advertising perspective, two types of traffic. You have inbound traffic and outbound traffic, right? Inbound traffic are the types of clients, referrals, right? People coming to you saying, Brandon, I heard you're great. I wanna work with you. I want you to solve my problem. Inbound leads are how most personal trainers build their business. Outbound traffic is you, the business, going out and harboring interest and trying to draw people into your lead magnet systems and your channels, your funnels, whatever you want to call it, you going out there and talking to people. Here's the thing. Inbound traffic is a much higher quality lead. Outbound traffic takes a little bit more work. You got to get out there and get in front of people. So here's a perfect example of some KPIs I was dealing with in 2014 when I was starting to do this. If I had 10 people reach out to me saying that they were interested and I got on the phone with them and I could take 10 of those people and I could book nine sales meetings, nine out of 10 people would show up. Great. Now from those nine sales meetings, I would close eight out of nine of them. So that means that my connection to conversion ratio that I like to call it was 10 to eight. For every 10 people I talked to, I sold eight. This is inbound marketing. These are people who said they were interested in what I was doing. So this is the thing. If you are getting referrals, your job to bring them in is to make sure that you don't mess it up from a sales perspective because they are hot, high quality leads. They've vetted your service by talking to people. They know how much you cost in most cases. They've seen your website. They've heard about your product. They've experienced it secondhand or thirdhand from someone they know in their world. You should have no problem selling people who have said, I am interested in what you do. And this is where that ratio 10 to eight is so much higher. Outbound marketing, numbers aren't so exciting, but very important. If you look at outbound marketing, right? 10 connections, would lead to five sales meetings. And from the five sales, five sales meetings, I would convert two to clients, which means that the connection conversion ratio was only 10 to two. Ew, right? So we got 10 to eight versus 10 to two. Now here's the thing. Inbound traffic, referrals, people saying, I heard you're great. I want to buy your stuff. Those wells will only run so deep. You only have so many people in your immediate connection saying great things about you. Now, as your business scales and grows, this will grow and grow and grow. But truth is, you can't ask for referrals every single month. You can't ask for your friends and family to say, hey, could you refer someone to come see me? But here's the thing with outbound marketing, and this is the number, this is the number you have to get really, really good at, is this is scalable beyond belief. It is scalable based off of your time and eventually your resources because you're only gonna get so many inbound leads and if you, know, you try really, really hard, you're only gonna get so many. Outbound, you can go and talk to thousands of people. And this is what I did. Because I started to realize, okay, 
If I'm working 40 hours a week, I have the potential of making $4,000 a week. So I got to bring my hours up as high as possible so I can save all that money and then get the business making some money so that way I don't have to work these crazy hours because even $4,000 is nice. I don't think anybody should be working that kind of crazy hours. So I knew that if I needed, for example, 16 clients, right? It is very clear that if I needed 16 clients, that I was going to have to go talk to 80 people to get those 16 clients. Is that right? That is right. I think it's right. We're going to go with that for right now. 80? Yeah, exactly. No. Yes. Okay, let's talk to 80 people to get 16 clients, which is really, really good. It's not that bad at all. And then that makes the math so much easier. Now, even if my ratio was way, way off and every 10 people, I only converted one, that makes the number that much easier. So this is the thing is even if you know you have to talk to a thousand people, to get 10 clients. But if you know that talking to a thousand people gets you 10 clients and those 10 clients bring you $25,000 of annual revenue, a thousand people sounds scary. But what if I told you that a thousand conversations was going to give you 25 grand? That is a totally, totally different experience. Totally different. I love it. And this is the thing is that in reality, this is what you need to be doing. You need to be doing this math. These two KPIs alone revolutionized my perspective because I started realizing that I was only going to get so many inbound people, even if I could convert them at a really high level. I needed to get and get in front of more people. And so this leads to what I call in the mentorship, the money now versus money later curve, is I started realizing that money now referrals and inbound traffic, there were some interesting things I could do to get spikes in my business really quickly, you know, promotion, referral, ask, da, 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 to bring revenue in very, very quickly. And you need to take care of this low hanging fruit. Over time, if you start getting the right pillars in your business dialed in, which we'll talk about a couple examples here in a second, you end up getting this money later curve where you start making connections with people in your community. Here's an example. If you make it to go a goal that every month you're going to connect with two local professionals and at the end of the year you've talked to 24 local professionals like chiropractors, physiotherapists and whatnot and you put a high amount of energy into those, if those 24 people even refer you one person a year, that creates this snowball of money later effect where you might do a bunch of work and you might down here get very, very low amount of revenue in the finding zero resurrection category but over time it might build up and up and up and up so you're making more and more and more and more more money with high quality inbound traffic. You have to build the outreach strategies now to talk to a bunch of new people to get more inbound leads. So that's where you get that nice hyperbolic curve. That over time, you, your efforts now start to pay more dividends in the future. Reality, this is exactly what I did to help me get that $60,000 in nine months is I started focusing on one, what money now strategies can I do to try and bring more people in immediately? When that well is tapped, what can I do to leverage my outbound strategies to bring more people in? Now, the question really becomes when we're talking about outbound is what can you do to be seen by more people and what can you do to talk to more people to get that higher level conversion? There are so many things that you can do. Frankly, if I just pause as an exercise and I said, if you needed to talk to 100 people tomorrow, what could you do? What could you do? Well, honestly, one of my favorite things to do 
is to call chiropractors and yoga studio owners and offer to do a free lunch and learn for their patrons because that's an easy way to get in front of 10, 15, 20, sometimes 30 people. If you could even call a local business like an attorney's office or an engineer's office, people who can afford your services, who have your avatar, your client avatar, your profitable client avatar, you could do a lunch and learn there for them as well too. So this is the whole thing with creating like a highly equitable marketing plan is that you need a series of money now activities to help spike interest, referrals, resurrections, promotions, giveaways, doesn't really matter. Things to draw people in right now that are going to get people higher quality in front of you. And in fact, in our Fitness Pro Mentors Facebook group, we even have a way with money now, how to make an extra one to 4K on social media alone using lead magnet strategies and conversation strategies. Then outbound, you need to have some outbound tactics to reach out to more people like presentations, like building a strong network, like going to other communities and chambers of commerces and Facebook groups and having outbound conversations, starting random conversations with people and just talking to people. Because if you start to realize the numbers and the magic of if I talk to 10 people, I will get two clients. If I talk to 80 people, I will end up with 16 clients. And that 16 clients is going to bring me X number of dollars. Everything becomes so much easier. And so the thing that I'll close on today, and this is really the magical strategy that I used, was that once I knew my mindset was in the right spot. Once I knew the market that I was chasing had the resources and the problems that I solved, once my messaging was dialed in and I was talking about helping people exercise pain-free, which meant they were going to have higher quality, longer lives, when I knew that was all dialed in, I started focusing on the inbound and outbound KPIs, looking at those numbers. If my inbound traffic wasn't good, how could I figure out where things were falling apart so I could fix that? If my outbound was not good, talking to 10 people only getting two, how could I talk to 10 and get three? What skill, what traits, what beliefs did I have to overcome to make that happen faster? Then from there, I tried to get in front of everyone. And this leans into something that I learned from Grant Cardone called omnipresent. I aimed, and I still aim to be, present everywhere at all times in my town. When someone is looking to have their problems in their body get stronger with exercise, they find me. They find Strata. My SEO is conducive for that. My Facebook and my Instagram, conducive. Everything that Brandon represents is all about helping people solve problems. If anyone looks up Newmark Personal Training in our town, we have the highest amount of Google reviews, which helps us to be omnipresent. At this point, we're making enough revenue that we are doing some small paid advertisement to help us be seen in specific lights. Boom. Everything that comes up around paid advertising helps people see that we're problem solvers. Our Facebook group is robust and the most filled out of any exercise related group in my town. We are present everywhere and we go to every single event possible to communicate. So here's what I will tell you. What I did to open this gym is nothing that you can't do. I have seen many students make extra thousands of dollars in months, in a month, in a week, an extra thousand or two thousand dollars by making one or two small changes. And if you're listening to this, I will tell you, we have this mentorship that helps personal trainers like you two to three X their income in 12 weeks. And our entire mission is to help you build the marketing systems to scale and grow your business. 
I don't believe that me or anyone else that you see that has a personal training studio out there is special by any regards. I think that we are just hardworking and we drive and that's what you have to do. Figure out what skills you need to improve on. Get past your beliefs. Clean up your traits to make sure they're working forward towards you. Know where you're aiming. Continue to drive forward and unrelentlessly, unrelentlessly don't stop. Keep pushing forward. Be unstoppable. Because I will say it, and I will say this again, I've said this a lot. If I can do it, you can do it. I was a Warhammer miniature painting nerd that worked at a comic book store that had no soft skills, barely liked to make eye contact, and had a low level of confidence to becoming the head trainer at my gym, to becoming the one of the youngest RTS instructors in, in all of RTS history, to continue to teach for all these different companies, to develop my own courses, to now have strata in general performance and fitness pro mentors, and it's because I keep working at it, and I keep investing into everything to help me get there faster. You can do the same. So everyone, thank you so much. I hope you found this episode valuable. Please check out Fitness Pro Mentors on YouTube, Spotify, and if you're not a part of it, join our Fitness Pro Mentors Facebook group where we have a bunch of free business trainings and incredible podcasts with interviews with people way cooler and way smarter than me and some really incredible ones coming up. But at the end of the day, thank you so much for listening and please make it rain. <laughs>